From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. Over the past 12 months, we've been fortunate enough to interview dozens of leaders, innovators, and luminaries in transportation to help us better understand where this industry is headed. As we begin to move into 2020, now is an ideal time to look forward by looking back at what some of our past guests have had to say about the future. We've covered a lot of ground in those conversations. We've discussed how artificial intelligence and machine learning will change the way transportation companies manage their businesses. We've looked into the rollout of federally mandated electronic logging devices. We've explored how the Internet of Things is expanding to capture more and more data about fleet operations. We've delved into the adoption of active safety technology and the emergence of automated steering and truck platooning. And we've learned about the latest advances in fuel efficiency and aerodynamics while investigating the potential for electric-powered commercial vehicles. But let's start with E-Road President Norm Ellis, who shared his vision for how technology will continue to shape the trucking industry in the years ahead. Yeah, I think you'll, you'll see as, as IoT becomes even more, more prevalent than it is now, you'll see additional capability to be tracking things inside the trailer, not just the trailer, because that's been available for a while, as you know, but I think be able to, to see what's inside there, what, what, what you know, material is in, in the vehicle, and uh, that will all improve productivity some more at the manufacturing level and at the distribution level. I think advanced safety technologies, like you've already seen, Seth, you know, uh, with cameras and other things that have started to could be very popular, and I think it uh, has, has helped shape the industry some more. So I think you'll see that converge, and I think you'll see the analytics side come to life even more. Some of the big carriers have been doing some pretty advanced analytics for a while, but I think you'll see analytics become more popular uh, in the mainstream of the of the transportation area as a result of the data that's being collected. And as you analyze that data, uh, there's there's unfolded uh, you know a benefit from that, right? For for studying many many things, freight flows, congestion on down the line, and I think it's going to have a profound impact on the future of our country and. Uh, our ability to be competitive worldwide. In recent years, the federal ELD mandate has been an important driver of technology adoption in the trucking industry. While the regulation only requires motor carriers to use the in-cab technology to record drivers' hours of service data, many fleets are utilizing the ELD platform to automate other business processes. Jay Ranganathan of Keep Trucking had a lot to say on that topic. The data from ELDs do create a game-changing opportunity. I believe we're actually at the cusp of a a small revolution in trucking in terms of the ability to optimize your operations. And this comes down to roughly, you know, the way we think about there's three major pieces here. How do you identify operational issues in your fleets uh, or predict them before they happen? How do you address them? And then how do you monitor progress against these uh, issues? Uh, this uh, spans uh, the gamut from your fleet vehicle maintenance uh, and fuel usage to how you um, understand when to um, move your assets from one location to another uh, to safety. Uh, And even navigation and routing are going to change dramatically when you have the uh, incredible flexibility of saying, hey, I I can see my based on my HOS clock and the time I need to get to this delivery point and the traffic that's building up and the weather patterns. I can dynamically keep updating my route and my ETAs so I know exactly uh, how far out I'm going to be, when I'm going to have to make up time, when I'm going to be late, when I can, when I need to call the shipper. Uh, there's so much power you get when you have this like super continuous 
uh, data stream that allows you to do a much better job identifying problems, a much better job addressing them, and a much better job monitoring progress against these things. I really think this is going to permeate every aspect of a fleet's operations over time. Artificial intelligence and machine learning are also shaping the development of transportation software. We discussed that trend with Parker Holcomb, founder and CEO of Colane, formerly known as Freight AI. I think a, a primary uh, opportunity for, for AI will be to listen to all the needs across the supply chain. There will be billions of sensors uh, throwing out uh, different pieces of information from electronic you know, devices to sensors on manufacturing equipment, talking about inventory levels. And I think AI will be uh, the primary toolkit uh, that listens to you know, all of uh, you know, this internet of conversations and uh, is able to pull out suggestions and insights on how uh, you know we can uh, you know efficiently you know, run our supply chains and and you know allocate our resources while you know humans uh, you know work on um, you know the the harder stuff the relationships and uh, you know moving things uh, forward. Trucking equipment is also undergoing revolutionary changes. Manufacturers and suppliers continue to improve the fuel efficiency of modern trucks and trailers, and we're also witnessing the early days of electric-powered commercial vehicles. I spoke to Daryl Bear of Mesilla Valley Transportation Solutions about those trends. Naturally, there's a lot of excitement about electric trucks, but Daryl made it clear that there's still tremendous opportunity to improve efficiency in trucking with systems that are already widely available today. The technologies that are available today, they're, they're much, there's much more available than, than what we're adopting. So the, what's exciting to me is really getting that knowledge to the industry and, and helping them implement things that that is the the biggest part of of it all you know we talk about the low-hanging fruit um you know even the you know there's some fleets out there that that have picked the low-hanging fruit but for everyone else there's an entire orchard that they just need to sort of find and have help picking um you know the the other thing is in terms of technologies themselves you know what we've seen recently is really the the biggest change seems to be coming with non-diesel powered engines um but interestingly enough, you know, their biggest hurdle is range, which means that that trailer efficiency is going to be critical to fleets adopting those. You know, if if a fleet is looking to adopt, um, let's say, electric vehicles or, or some other alternative energy that only has a range of 400 miles, well, if they improve their, their trailer program to be more aerodynamic and, and have less rolling resistance, you know, they can boost that range from 400 to 600 miles. Now, suddenly they, they have a much better means of adopting that into their fleet. So efficiency definitely isn't going to go away. Um, I think I think as fleets start adopting these new technologies with, with range issues, it's going to become more of more of that than it is as much a dollar issue. Okay. But I, I, I still think we're a long way from that because there's a it'll be a long time before fleets get fully away from diesel. A big part of this push for greater fuel economy will come from improved aerodynamics. Josh Butler of Flowbelow shared his perspective on how tractor trailers will become more streamlined in the years ahead. Well, I think in 10 years, they'll probably look a lot different. Uh, you're already starting to see the, the hints of what that change is going to look like. Uh, if you take a look at the side extenders on trucks, they're starting to go further back. There's a couple gap devices on the market that are actually for sale now that open and close and you know seal off the gap between the truck and trailer. Those right now are priced pretty high and so you don't see widespread adoption. Uh, the areas around the wheels on the truck side, we've got to the point now where we're on you know over 10% of all new trucks sold include them, which is incredibly uh, a good adoption rate, um, exceeded our expectations, but there's still enormous opportunity for us. Um, so that's a trend I'd see around the wheels. The uh, 
the gap between the truck and trailer I, I mentioned that could be addressed from the trailer side too. I think the preference on the fleet side is to have that come from the truck because you've got that ratio of trailers to trucks. Um, as you go further back, you know, skirts will probably extend further forward. So all of those things all add up to basically sealing the perimeter of the truck, not letting airflow through or under unless it's necessary for engine airflow cooling, um, sealing as much as possible, uh, but always within the practical limit. 10 everyday uses of transport topics on Alexa. One, while you get ready for work in the morning. Two, while you cook breakfast. Three, while you eat breakfast. Four, while you drive to work. Five, while you're at work. Six, while you eat your lunch. Seven, while you're driving home. Eight, while you cook dinner. Nine, while you eat dinner. 10, while, well, let's face it, it's one minute with today's biggest industry headlines. The listening options are endless, so why be confined to 10? Simply say, okay, Google, talk to Transport Topics. We also discussed the future of automated driving technology for commercial trucks, including level two automation with automatic steering control, as well as truck platooning in highly automated vehicles. Chetan Merchley, the CEO and founder of truck platooning startup Locomation, shared his thoughts about the industry's future. We will definitely see some early uh, generation electric trucks in the short haul parts or the last mile or last uh, couple of tens of miles delivery parts. We will definitely see a lot more connected vehicles with different levels of automation. And we will definitely see some automated driving. Uh, I, I believe in the next decade, we will start seeing some fully driverless trucks on select routes, but I don't think it's gonna be a blanket solution and we will not have every single semi-truck driving itself with no human uh, present on the cab in the next decade. So there will be progress all over, but uh, we are not going to hit the eventual very, very uh, long-term goals in the next 10 years. Dan Williams at ZF also offered his thoughts on how soon some of these technologies will enter the transportation industry. I'll give you a guess, you know, and it's it's just my guess and it's probably as good as anybody's guess. You know, I think we're going to see these level two systems, you know, really appear on commercial vehicles in the next five years. You know, I talked about how, you know, they'll start out appearing kind of slowly, I think, over the next few years and then maybe five years out. I think I mentioned earlier where, you know, there could be this explosion where once we hit this critical mass where, you know, you start being able to add, you know, different functions for, you know, a, a very small marginal cost. You know, I think that's going to happen, you know, say five years out. Um, and then I think, you know, that sets us up well for, you know, making kind of the next step into autonomous driving. Um, as it turns out, you know, the L2 system, a full L2 system has a lot of the functionality already on board that's required for autonomous driving. And what you're really lacking in that step is redundancy. And, um, you know, what redundancy is required is really kind of dependent upon the duty cycle. For example, if we have a duty cycle that is completely in a restricted area where there's really no interaction of this vehicle with the general public, um, that step from an L2 system to a autonomous system, you know, can be a pretty small step. Um, but if you go to more of a general purpose autonomous uh, truck, you know, the kind of thing that you know, that comes out of, you know, I guess, uh, you know, almost a science fiction movie where somebody just puts in a GPS coordinate and this truck, you know, plots the, uh, you know, plots the route and does all of the operations and is ready for anything that comes its way along that route. Um, 
you know, that's, that's going to be longer. I think there's going to be, you know, sort of an evolution in autonomy from, you know, five years to maybe 10 years or maybe even further out before you see, you know, those kinds of, you know, fully autonomous systems. But, you know, certainly that's going to be kind of an evolution. There's going to be certain, um, certain duty cycles, you know, another, another duty cycle that would be important to mention is we kind of mentioned it already in passing is the high speed lane keeping. You know, that's what, you know, some of our trucks, that's what they do most of the time. And that's actually in, in the terms of the kinds of things that cause complexity to autonomous driving, you know, that high speed lane keeping mode is pretty well controlled. So, you know, that'll be something that will be, you know, fairly easily automated as we go through this evolution. And, you know, that'll be something that will obviously make a big difference to our industry because, you know, in many cases, you know, that's 95% of what our trucks do. Mike Hawthorne, CEO at Bendix Commercial Vehicle Systems, shared his thoughts on how automation and advanced driver assistance systems will come to trucking. I, I really think that um, ADOS is the predecessor to highly automated driving. And as you see this, I call it an evolution because I expect you're going to find more and more interaction between the machine and the driver in a way that keeps that whole environment safe. And that underneath is leading us all to understand better how a truck moves, truck motion control, the dynamics around what trucks do in different situations, all the data collected around that, whether safety direct concept, um, you know, some of the startups that you referred to are learning tremendous amounts about how trucks actually operate um, out in the wild, as it were. And from that, they can start to build the artificial intelligence algorithms that can then in the long term be appropriate for uh, highly automated driving. But I think ADOS is here for a long time. And I think the things like corner cases that you can't necessarily anticipate until you actually have it, and it's a very rare event, are going to necessarily have to be captured and incorporated into um, the ADOS system so that then they can eventually become part of the highly automated driving system. John Morrison, president of Wabco Americas, had a lot to say about this as well. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting time because you, you can't, at this stage, really pick which path you go. You have to really stay open to technology. You have to stay open to the vision of what uh, full automation might bring. Uh, what we're working on is building automated capabilities. So each block of uh, technology that we add, whether it's in collision mitigation, in ADOS, in uh, steering, uh, we, we want to add those pieces that really progress uh, the vehicle to enable a more automated function, again, for safety and, and business benefits as well. When we talk about full automation, um, there's some really interesting uh, things that are happening there, obviously, with uh, certain companies like Waymo and Too Simple and Embark. And and, uh, and as we look at braking, what Wavco does, um, also there's some interesting things as the brake system itself has to prepare for that platform. And there's certain uh, things like redundancies and uh, failed operational braking. The proliferation of onboard video in trucking is another big trend that continued to gain steam in 2019. Adam Kahn of Netrodyne explained how he sees that trend converging with other technologies. So I, I think there's a great progression of vehicles getting smarter. And I think there's a nice convergence between AI and road knowledge to um, maybe allowing the, dry, the vehicle to use, use that information to either um, adaptive braking or you know, proactive braking. Um, the other piece that I think is really interesting um, for the two years we've been selling DriverEye, we have about 500 million uh, minutes of data that's collected. Every month we have about 750 unique miles that we generate. So I think there's a lot of richness that can be drawn from those driving patterns. If I can look at uh, an intersection that I've 
I've had a vehicle go over 20 or 30 times in a week. I now know the dynamics of that intersection. Uh, what's the light pattern? What's the speeding pattern? How many vehicles are typically in that intersection? And it's really powerful information when you take that if, and you take that data set and now you embed it back into something like McCloud and now you have smart dispatch with road knowledge, with safety parameters. It starts to create a whole, uh, just a, a richer set of uh, uh, intelligence uh, in terms of uh, fleet productivity. Jim Angel of Trimble Video Intelligence also described what he sees on the horizon for onboard video and trucking. I think, I think two big things. One, I think artificial intelligence is going to start playing a key role in edge analytics, things like being able to create events for rolling stop, stop sign, railroad crossing, um, construction speed limit, having the camera visualize another opportunity to capture a type of event that would give the carrier information about that driver. Then the other thing is, is I think I think all of us vendors have to make a concerted effort to make coaching more automatic and easier. The hardest part about coaching a driver is getting them in off their day to sit down, watch a video with you, and then spend that 10 minutes talking about it. The only way that that's going to be more and more and more successful is to make that easier and more efficient. I think those are the two big things that you'll see in the industry. And I know those are two of the things that we want to work on and, and spend a good amount of time on trying to figure out what's that right solution. Tom Curie of Kingsgate Logistics offered his perspective on how artificial intelligence will evolve in the trucking industry. I think the opportunity is, is incredible. Most of the AI and the machine learning that we are leveraging today, it didn't, it wasn't birthed in the transportation industry. It was birthed in other industries. It was birthed in healthcare. It was built in, uh, in uh, um, uh, marketing or whatever it may be. And we've been able to grab it, adopt it, you know, kind of tweak it a bit to make it work for transportation. What I think you'll find is you're going to find some technology providers who are going to step up to the plate and they're going to start leveraging some of this same technology and it's going to change the way that we do business going forward. Freight visibility was another hot topic in 2019 as shippers continued to demand more detailed information about their shipments and transit. Mark Carroll of Descartes described how technology could help the industry meet those rising expectations. So I see two trends. One is absolutely technology playing a bigger role in transportation logistics. I think if you look at the industry, um, traditionally we've been lag adopters of technology. We haven't really been on the forefront. Um, there's a plus to that where we get to see other other industries kind of fight through those adoption curves and learn from that. I think that there is definitely a need for efficiency within the space, um, especially as we look at things like potential margin compression and, and the pressure that's coming from shippers to be more real time. I think we're definitely going to see technology continue to permeate uh, its way into the industry. Uh, the other trend that I would say is I think we're going to move more to, to more complete solutions. Uh, right now, it seems like the transportation logistics space is full of, of fragmented solutions, right? Single solutions that fix one problem. Uh, you know, as I look at that from a sustainable perspective, I think when you look at the customers, they're going to want to be able to go to a, a small handful of providers that can offer them multiple solutions. Lily Shen, the president of Transfix, also shared her vision on where the transportation industry is headed. Yeah, it's a really exciting time for the industry. There's a lot of investment coming into the space and, you know, I think a lot of solutions coming out to the market, some incremental and, you know, a number of moonshot ideas. And I believe it's truly healthy for the industry. Um, you know, at the end of the day, though, I believe that data is king. 
and one's ability to build a true data platform with a superior user experience is going to recognize the best network effects and efficiencies that can really change the industry and move it forward in the short, medium, and long term. Uh, some of the other trends that you might see may materialize in 10 to 15 years. It'll take time, mass adoption, and scale. Um, you know, so I believe that the opportunity in driving that change longer term for us is, some, is work that needs to be done today. So by building out the right data platforms, continuing to invest in machine learning, and also double down and in investing in the user experience. From time to time, an issue commands so much of the industry's attention that it requires a deeper dive, a resource readers can turn to, a Transport Topics special report. In 2019, we produced two. One, on the rising tide of electric trucks that are promising to reshape how goods are moved down the road. We also examined trends in trucking and insurance, with particular focus on how new technologies help motor carriers eliminate risk and how this is influencing insurers' underwriting practices. I'm Joe Howard, Executive Editor here at Transport Topics, and I invite you to learn more about our special reports and reserve your copy of the next one at ttn.ws slash special. In summary, 2019 was a year to remember for the trucking industry. We witnessed significant steps toward the introduction of electric trucks and automated driving technologies. We began to see how artificial intelligence and machine learning are redefining what's possible in transportation software and analytics. The industry also completed its transition to ELDs, and we saw continued expansion of tracking technology and more movement toward the goal of complete freight visibility. As we move into 2020, we'll continue to explore all of these topics and other emerging trends in future episodes of Road Signs. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Until next time, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening.